Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing? Today's shear is being sponsored by Tuvio Nesher in memory of our grandfather Avroham Simcha Halevi, Hagizbor, who knows his full name. Beschos the continued growth of our brothers and sisters. I shouldn't read this really, but he paid for it. So the Rav seems to be the Rav. <coughs> the Rav seems to be answered by his viewers. Should Mashiach ben David watch this, please step forward. Okay, great. A bunch of Litzanim out there. I don't know, it's not fitting into the screen anymore. Rabbi I listen to this. This gives me a lot, a lot of simcha, a lot of nachas. I read uh, an email, uh, I don't know, maybe two weeks ago, I don't even remember when it was, from... Uh, a dear friend of ours, his name is Zelman Simon, he's a, he wrote that he's about tshuva since the age of 13, and he made his first ever siyam with us. Now what's beautiful about that, for that, that itself is beautiful. What's really beautiful is that two guys from our Chabura that didn't really know him before, but they're part of MDY, Borough Park Flatbush, they came to the siyam, Tibi Mechazek. So, I have a picture. Seum of Simon Zelman. Here he is, giving the seum on Mesechtes Brachas, his first seum ever. He saved the last daf for his father's yard site. And then he did Mesechtes Shabbos with us. Here you go. You recognize this guy right over here? This is going to be his new screensaver. Here he goes. This is Ellie Dykman with Israel Goldstein and Zel- Simon Zellman. So Yishkoyach, I'm hanging this up right, right next to me. It's going to be next to me the whole day. There we go. Because it's tremendous chos. First seam ever. And the mishpacha getting together. Rabbi Yisai, over Shabbos, uh, first to start Erev Shabbos, um, Leon Welcher from South Africa calls me up and says, listen, you have to start giving a Chumash shear the same way you give the Dav shear with, with the charts and this and that. And, and, uh, and then, and then uh, once you're done with that, then you have to do Navi and also Mishnabrura. So I tried to explain to him how, you know, I can't even do what I'm doing right now. I'm behind on my eight-minute shear. I come to Shul, Shul, the parking lot. No, I'm fixed. Ellie, listen. Uh, we're thinking about it. We think you should give another shear, uh, a little bit of mishnabura, a little, a little chumash. Matzi Shabbos, I get this email, dear Abeli, I have a feeling if you took a poll, at least nine out of ten people would love for you to give a weekly chumash shear. We all recognize how busy you are, as well as now we know how much time must be spent to even make a one-minute video. However, we would all gain tremendously. However. <clears throat> If we had just a glimpse of what you say over the Shabbos table, you don't want to know what I said. <laughs> and throwing in some heavy musa from time to time wouldn't hurt us either. Please seriously consider the request. Um, this Shabbos, you want to know what happened at the Shabbos table? I said over Rav Shimshim Pinkos how he hold, davening is so chashev that a guy came to him and said, I don't have children, what should I do? So Rav Shimshim Pinkos tells him, come to me at 2 in the morning. So the guy shows up at 2 in the morning, he says, get in my car. He takes him in the car on the highway, he says, get out. Get out, in the middle of the highway. He says, here? Yeah, here. I want you to go into the woods, diving your heart out. I'm coming back in a half hour. 
Half hour comes by, Shimshim Pinkus picks the guy up. He looks at him, he says, that, that's davening? Get out, go back. Another half hour, I need you to cry. Not just uh, daven. He came back a half hour later, and he sees that the guy is full of tears, his eyes are red. He says, oh, that's tefillah. That is tefillah. And I was telling my, my mishpacha that Reb Shimshim Pinkos, the famous Reb Shimshim Pinkos, he unfortunately was killed in a car accident and his wife died, his child died, and his daughter came to Chicago. So after, and my wife is like, maybe that's why, because he takes people at 2 o'clock in the morning when he's tired. So half hour later, I asked my, my 10-year-old, I, asked my, I said, what was the message that you heard from Reb Shimshim Pinkos? He says that you're not supposed to drive a car when you're tired. That's what he heard. I'm not kidding you. That's, that's the only thing he heard. Fine. So, you don't want to hear my Shabbos Torah. Please seriously consider this request. And by the way, this goes, that, that story goes into my book. And nine months later, Bechulu. It's much needed to guarantee to expand our mishpacha. Please seriously consider this request. It's much needed and it's a guarantee to, to expand our mishpacha. At the minimum, please let us vote if you think I'm completely wrong. Have a good Shabbos, Elchanan Pressman. I'm not making this up, Noam. This is a real email. Zog Gemara. We are holding where we need to hold, but we really need a nace, nigla, to finish what we have here. It's a, it's a pretty large daf. So that's why uh, cut down on those emails. Go right into it. Today's daf is daf Yudalad. Now, someone told me, I have no idea who, but when we started Irvin, somebody mentioned that Daf Yudalad is pi, because it's the third Masechta in Shas, 3.14. Okay, so you remember that, pi, because we're going to discuss pi today. I think that's what he said. I have no idea. This was a, in the beginning of Masechta, which is, for me is years ago. And I told him to remind me, but of course, he didn't remember. Says the Gemara. Li'ilu nishmas ruos bas and by the way, if you want to hear a real classic daf, uh, a, if you missed last night's daf, you got to go on and watch it. It's a beautiful, beautiful daf, one of, one of a kind. And we really needed it in the middle of that whole Erevin and, and then Lechis. But here we are, back, back to Erevin. Not for long. Daf Yitches, a lot of fun all over again. Tefach, but this is fun in its own way. Tefach, umechza. Tefach, tefach umechza boying. So, we learned yesterday, as we were rushing through the last Mishnah, the last lines on Amit Beis, we were already an hour into the Shir, having all that fun. If you have, your Kaira is a Tefach wide, that's kosher, because it could carry a brick that's one and a half Tefach wide. Ask the Gemara, Tefach, Tefach, Mechzabai. How's that, how's that going to help me? It, it's, not, it's not wide enough to hold a brick that's one and a half? Says the Gemara, Kiv in the Rach of the Kabbal Tefach, Ido Chetzi Tefach Malben Lei Betino, Mashu Maigiso, Mashu Maigiso. All you need to do is put a little cement on the side. I stole illegally a picture from Kalal Lashon. I spoke to them on Friday. They're going to get back to me. So other people are getting to. They, they give this out for free to Magid Shurim. They want everybody to have it for free. But I don't know if I have Rishos to put it on the videos, but I'm a, I guess I'm, I can show it. Why not? It's my house. Here's the brick. I don't know if you can see. There's a piece going down over here. You see this? So you add a little cement on this side and it holds up the brick. You have to add it? No, you don't have to add it. Well, the Ritzvah says you have to, but most Rishonim hold you don't. It means you could theoretically secure it with a little bit of cement. 
So, as the Mishnah said, the Kaira, the crossbeam on your mother has to be really strong. It's there for a hacker, so it can't just be a string. It has to be strong enough that you, it could hold a brick. A brick, a half a brick, a riach is a half a brick, a brick is three by three, so a half a brick is one and a half by three. The poles holding up the beam, they don't have to be very strong. It's only the beam itself has to be strong. Rashi explains immediately. Don't, don't ask crazy questions here. The kaira itself only has to hold a brick. But the ma'amidim, those that hold up the kaira, have to hold a kaira and a brick. Although the Lushan says, they both have to hold a kaira and a brick. Well, a kaira doesn't have to hold a kaira. A kaira is a kaira, it only has to hold up a brick. Fine. But Rav Chizda argues and he says that the poles, whatever's holding the kaira, also has to be very strong to be able to hold a kaira plus a brick. And the Tanakhama says, no, you don't have to. Why? Because the kaira is there for you to recognize that you're leaving the mob. It has to be a certain thickness, a, thir- a certain strength. So the, the side posts are not important now. It's only the actual kaira. What if, this is a very interesting halacha, I, everybody could take something out from it. If you want to be super from, more than halacha, well, Listen, we always learn that you're supposed to go the extra mile. You go the extra mile to learn more, to do more chesed. But a guy wants to do more kaira, more, more kaira. Like every 15 inches he's going to put a kaira. That's a crazy machmer, right? That's not halacha. So this guy, he takes a mat and he wraps it over the kaira. Here, picture, also stolen. I have to announce that this is stolen from Kalal Lashon. But they, I have to admit, they have the nicest pictures. I mean, if you look at the detail, the guy has a barbecue and a table. What else does he have here? Yeah, literally a barbecue going on here and, and hanging laundry right over here in the corner. It's beautiful stuff. So he takes a mat, wraps it over his kaira, and it doesn't reach the bottom, though. Obviously, because he wants to leave. He wants to get out of there. Too much from kite, you get nothing. Zero. You don't. You you're left without a kaira. You left without a mechitza. Kaira inkan. Why don't you have a kaira? Domikasya. He covered it. It's not noticeable. Mechitza inkan. The havila mechitza shagdoyim boikimba. And this we had many times. You have it in the famous Mishnah Sukkah. If a gdi, otherwise known as a cat, or in the time of the Mishnah was the young goat, could get into your sukkah. I guess they had these goats running around. Like we have cats today. They had goats. So if it, can't, if it can't prevent a goat from coming to your sukkah, or your, wherever it is, your chatzar, then you're not providing a proper wall. So if it's less than three, we say lavod. If it's more than three, you don't say anything. Even according to Madam, we're going to see, according to Rabbi Shem that says you say lavod. On even four, up to four, over here, a gedi is a proper wall. Because physically, it's not providing you any kind of privacy. Don't have a picture for it, but it's very simple. You have a kaira that doesn't reach the other wall. It goes from one wall, doesn't reach the other. 
Kol HaLashon has every single line has a beautiful picture. If you want to look at it. Or I could go with my fingers. You don't need Kol HaLashon. Two Kairos meet up in the middle, but they don't touch each, touch each other. So, famous halacha. Pachas Mishloisha, if it's less than three, Tfachim. Then you say, Lavod, Ein Tzorach, Lavi, Kairos. You don't have to do another one. Shloisha, if they're distanced from each other, three, you need another one. So over here we're talking about high up. There are no goats or anything. So Shem Gamaliel again with his halacha that you say love it all the way up to four tzvachim. So you have up to four tzvachim to do love it. Arba tzvach lavi karacheres. V'chein shtei kairos hamasimois. Two kairos that are very thin, but they're right next to each other. Can you match up kairos? Could you put two kairos together? I think there's your birthday today. Mazel tov, mazel tov. Hebrew birthday. That, those are the ikr. Give us brachas. Give us some brachas. You can scream it out in your car. Each one is too weak on its own. They can't do it, but you make a, a couple together. They create. If put it, both of them together, they add up to be a tefach. Great. Two of them together. So what if they slice down the middle? They both together could hold a half of a half a brick, which is one and a half by three. One and a half fits on a one tefach area, and it's good. Picture. So, even if you separate them slightly, you see over here, they're not touching. There's a gap between the two. But if they can hold three tfachim, then you put it on the side, and basically it could hold a brick. That's three tfachim. Even though each one by itself is less than a tefach. Picture time. If you have one kaira above the other. Seems from Rashi, like the, this picture is kind of correct. Although in Kala Hashan it has it differently. I don't know why. In, in Kala Hashan it seemed like they were one directly above the other. Over here they're slightly offset and down. So this guy is lower than the top guy, but he's also pushed in that way. In other words, I'm going to Use halacha Sinai of good aches mechitzta of chavoit, whatever you want to call it. Rabbi Nachman brings this l'shaynas. I'm not making it up. You could bring it down halachically. So once you bring it down, but they have to be next to each other. You don't want to bring it down one on top of each other. You want to bring them down next to each other. So that maybe that's why this picture is pretty accurate. They are. If you would lower this guy to meet up with this guy, then they would be side by side, and that's the halacha that we said before. That side by side is great. You do a Ryan. Ryan in the Mishnah, as we said, you pretend. And like I said, Rabbi Nuchanan says even more than pretend. It's Allah now. It's not, oh, we're going to say that if he's using straw, it's as if he's using metal. Over here, you, you invoke the halacha of Chavayt, you bring it down, or Gurachis Mechitzta, you bring it down. 
Well, provided that you make sure that one of the either one of them should not be in an area that's possible. Over 20 amas is possible. So I can't do chavoit. If my entire kaira is at 21 amas, I don't say chavoit, bring it down. You have to physically bring it down. So if one of my kairas is at 20 amas, perfect, and the other one is at 21, I can't say chavoit and let's match them up to under 20. You can't use chavoit to bring it into a mokoyim heter. The same thing, if it's below 10 tfachim, which we said is pasal, I don't say good asik with a, with a kuf at the end. There's good achis and there's good asik. You don't asik it, you don't bring it up out of a mokoyim psal. The son of Rabbi Yehuda from our Mishnah that we learned last night holds like it's father in one. The whole idea of Ryan, let's pretend. If you have something that's a little bit off, you could pretend and we're going to go into it. He holds that halacha, that idea. He argues on his own father in one thing. He holds like his father in one area of Islay Ryan. The idea of, let's pretend, let's see it as if. And he argues with him on one, the famous Rabbi Yehuda, the first Mishnah of Erevin. What if you have a kaira that's above 20 amas? Says Rabbi Yehuda, don't worry about it. How high could it be? 40 amas, one shita, 50 amas, 100 amas. But he just said, Rabbi Yossi just said that if the kaira is a little bit above 20, you don't do chavait, you don't do royin. In other words, Rabbi holds, the son of Rabbi Yehuda holds, that above 20 is possible, not like his father. Rabbi Yehuda Oymer, Ruchov Avapishener Brio. So it says in the Mishnah, even though, Rabbi Yehuda holds, even though the Kaira is not healthy, it's not strong, we do the thing called roid. So even though it's paper thin, I pretend it's made out of steel, out of metal. Now, I, I got an email a few days ago from Sonny Halawani from Brooklyn Party Rental. He asked me, who told you, where does it say that Rav Yehuda was Reb tutor? I said that once in Shiv. So here you go again. I don't know for sure. I'm just assuming. I don't know. Look what it says. Masterly Rav Yehuda we had it in the Bezom Bez, we had it again later on, and now we have another time. Masnili Rav Yehudo Lechia Bar Rav Kameh Rav. Rav Yehudo is teaching Chia, the son of Rav. Rav the Galador, Rav Yehudo, the famous Rav Yehudo, that always quotes Rav and Shmuel. Here he is, I guess if you're Rav, you have the option, you take your best Talmud, you take Rav Yehudo, teach my son Chia. Here he is again, teaching him. And of course, if you're the Galat Dar, you're going to walk by, you're not going to just let the guy teach your kid. Not the guy, Chasrom. Rav Yehuda, teach your son. He walks by, make sure that everything is good, that he's teaching him well. Now, in the first Mishnah of our Masechta, he corrected it big time. Once again, he corrects him again. Now, Rav Yehuda didn't make a mistake in the Mishnah, the first Mishnah of the Masechta. Rav Yehuda just quoted exactly like we read in the Mishnah. And so too over here. Just Rav says, listen, I have a different gears in the Mishnah. What did he teach him? In other words, in Rabbi, in Rabbi Yehuda. He taught him that if it's wide, it doesn't have to be strong. 
Asnai Rechava Ubriya. I need it to be garish, the exact opposite. That it has to be strong. In other words, very important. In other words, Rav doesn't believe, Tysus goes into it, Rav doesn't think that Rabbi Yudah believes in this whole idea of Ryan. He erases everything in Ryan. Now there's three cases of Ryan in the Mishnah. Three, four, gone. Rabbi Yudah doesn't hold it. Or, Tysus says, perhaps Rav switched it up. Rabbi Huda is the Tanakama, and the Tanakama holds Royin. But Rabbi Huda doesn't hold Royin. But anyway, at any point, Rav is telling Rabbi Huda, don't read that to my son Chia. Tell Chia, Reb Chia, that Rabbi Huda doesn't hold of Royin. In other words, the beam has to be strong. You can't pretend it's metal when it's not metal. It has to be nice and thick that it could hold a brick. Rabbi Loi says in the name of Rav, Rav who just said that don't be said, Well, the answer is kind of in the, in the question itself. When you're reading the question, you see the answer. But what's the question? The question is, Rav says that if a kair is four tfachim, it doesn't have to be very strong. So he says, yeah, because it's four tfachim. Why is four tfachim different? Well, we said it many times during the Mesechta, Fort Fachim is the Makam You could also do Pitikri Yair Vesaisim. The edge of the Fort Fachim, since it's so Chashim, it could come down and, and, and close off the area. Or you can learn that it's a tremendous hacker. We have something this wide, Fort Fachim, in the middle of your Mavoy. Uah, you're going to notice it. It's just as good as flashing lights or anything like that. So, Amela. Fort Fachim, don't, don't ask any questions from Fort Fachim. Rav says that it has to be really strong because it's less than Fort Fachim. So, in the Mishnah, it tells you, not according to Rav, but according to the way we read the Mishnah, that Rabbi Yehuda says that if it's, it has to be strong enough, and if it's not strong enough, you pretend it's strong. And if it's made out of straw, you pretend that it's not straw, that it's metal. Right? Those are the two writings in the beginning of the mission. Then it goes on to say, if it's crooked, you pretend it's straight. And if it's round, if it's a nice round piece of wood, and a brick can't stand on a piece of wood that's round or fall off, you pretend that it's cut in the center. Those are the four writings. Ask the Gemara, but the two first ones are identical. If it's not strong, pretend that it's strong. And if it's made out of straw, pretend that it's strong. Those are, those are identical. They're both not strong. You're pretending that they're strong. Says the Gemara, Michael Mashman, what are you telling me? That you could say the concept of let's view it as if. They're the same exact case. I would think that when it comes to wood, you have a thin sliver of wood. So pretend that that wood is thick. But when it comes to, to straw, straw is never strong. Straw is inherently a weak product. So how can you pretend that straw is strong? You don't have a, a, it's never strong. that you pretend that this straw is metal straw. Says the Gemara, Again, once again, if you have, let's say you take a branch, and it bends in the middle, like branches do, they're not always perfectly straight, and it bends, so I pretend that it's not bent. In other words, I have an issue here. How can I put my brick on it? Some of you say you have to put bricks throughout the whole thing. How can I put bricks? It's all bent, it's crooked. Says the Gemara, you say Ryan. Pshita, 
What's the chiddush? Mashman kedur b'zeira, darim b'zeira. He b'toy chamavoi. That's a major chiddush. What if the bent part leaves the mavoi? It bends outside. It makes a circle here. By the way, once again, I have no idea why my gemara brings this picture of bent when my gemara itself brings what it should be. This bent. I don't know. Somebody that works there should tell me. You see what's going on here? This cir- it's circular. It's a semicircle. Okay, you get the idea. So this is perfect because it's popping out of the mavoi. The circle goes outside of the mavoi on a on a. The radius is outside of the cir- outside of the mavoi. What if it bends above 20? It's right at the, at the, at the 10 tefach level, very low, and it goes below, it dips below. Depends. If it's a huge bend, then you're stuck. But what if you remove, you snip off the bend, and between the two poles that you're left, between the kaira and the kaira, you're left with less than three tvachim. So I could say lavad, they're attached. In other words, it's, it's a tiny little bend, it's less than three tvachim. Says the Gemara Nami Pshito. That's the concept of lavad. If you're going to snip it away and you're going to have less than three tvachim, lavad. Oh, but this is a big chemish. Why? Because your bend is leaving the mother, go, going into Rishus Rabbim. That's a very, very, uh, a, a huge concern. If your kaira takes you outside into Rishus Rabbim, you might think that halachically you're allowed to go wherever the kaira is. And you might walk into Rishus Rabbim. Kamash malanat. It's mamash a big chiddush. Says the Gemara Agula, If you have this, a nice circle, which a brick can stand on it. So you square it out, you cut, you cut it down the middle. You could just get rid of the top part. Let's say now you have a nice flat surface to put your brick. Again, it's a, a concept of Ryan. I see it as if it's flat. Why do I need a fourth case? The last line. The final line in the Mishnah tells us a, a concept. If I could measure the circumference, to be three tefachim, then I know that the diameter is one tefach. Ask the Gemara, how do I know this? Now, as soon as I saw this, and I'm very happy to say that my question and answer are in the Taisa Rosh. What do you mean, where do you know this? Take a measuring tape and do the math yourself. Go around three tefachim, and then you'll see that the, 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 the diameter is, if you have three in the circumference, your diameter is one tefach. Says the Gemara, no. Says the Taisa Rosh, beautiful. That if you do the math, it's a little bit more. Pi. It doesn't, it doesn't work out beautifully. One doesn't equal three in circumference. So, Menahani Mili, that the Chachamim have the right to say, just use a tefach, let's round it off to the nearest number, and you're good to go. Menahani Mili, so that I know, from Shleima Melech. So Shloim HaMelech made a mikvah called Yamsha Shloima. Also a very famous sefer, Yamsha Shloima. 
So the Kayan could be Taival. Massive mikvah, says the Gemara. It says in the Pasuk, Eser Ba'ama Misvasai. It was 10 Amas by 10 Amas. How tall was it? Ad Svasai Ogul Saviv. Now it says Mufurish in the Pasuk, Ogul. It was round. But let's talk about square for a second. It was 10 by 10. Vichamish Ba'ama Kaymasai. And it was 5 Amas tall. Total, what do we have here? 10 by 10 is 100 square Amas. By five, 500 square amas. Says the Gemara, says the Pasuk, V'kav shloishim ba'ama, Yosoiv oisoi saviv. The circumference, 30 amas. So we see that if you have 10 amas diameter, the circumference is going to be 30 amas. That's, it says in the Pasuk. So 1 equals 3 in the circumference. 10 equals 30 in the circumference. Now, Rabbi Schoenberg reminded me, I knew about this guy, but I didn't know it well, and he was kind enough to uh, write it for me. Beautiful, amazing Vilna Gain. Now, I could appreciate this more than anyone here, because my secular education is up to fifth grade. So think about the Vilna Gain who also never went to school, and he understood this. Listen to this. It says in the Pasuk, V'chamesh ba'ama koima v'kav. You see how it says here v'kav? This is how it says it in the Torah. But we read it v'kav without a hey. Says the Vilna Gain, kav with a hey is 111. Kav without a hey, 106. And then what does it say? Shloishim ba'ama. Listen to this math. 111 divided by 106 equals 1.047. Okay? Times 30. So if you take this word divided by this word times this word, 30, equals, you're not going to believe it. Pi to the fourth decimal. 3.1415. Do the math, you'll see. Vilna Never went to school. Genius. The man was a genius. V'kav. V'kav. In other words, he's telling us, why did the Torah all of a sudden write the word kav? We all know kav is kuv vav. All of a sudden, the Torah writes it, kuv vav hey. And it says on the side of Yechumash, but you read it, kuv vav. Not kuv vav hey. It's not v'kav It's kav. Anyway, look into it. It's beautiful. It says the Gemara of That's great math. 10 by, it's, it's 10 by 10, and the circumference is 30. But, but that, that, that includes the edge. And the inside was 10. So what's going on here? Says the Gemara, because It was a nothing. It started out wide, but it ended up to the, the size of a petal of a flower. Nothing. The Siva of Yetepach, Perach Shoshan, says in the Pasuk. Perach Shoshan. Apayim Basiachal, we're going to get to these words. 2,000, it could it contain 2,000 basses. A bass is a measurement. Says the Gemara Vika Mashu, but at the end of the day, you have to figure that Mashu. And that Mashu adds up to something. You're not going to be exact that one in the diameter equals three in the circumference when it's three point something. The Mashu, you have to. Says the Gemara, they measured. The inside of the mikvah. That's that's where they measured, and that was exactly 
30 amas in diameter. So now we're just going to go into a little bit of Gemara calculation that Shleim HaMelech's mikvah held 150 mikvahs. So if you think of a mikvah in our day is 200 gallons approximately, like a refrigerator box, it held two, 150 refrigerator boxes, pretty large. We know a mikvah is 40 saw. Now we're turning to Daf Yudalram Bays, and he says, Make it a great day. And by Dr. Alan Listhouse, we're going to get quicker at it by the time the month is over. You should be in the main mikvah. Call the story. We have this gemara already. Your entire body should be inside the water. What is it? How much is it? Three square amos is forty saw. One by one by three. Three square amos equals forty saw. So now I know one by one by three. Three square amos equals forty saw. Now, Shlema Melech's mikvah is 500 square amos. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, by 10, by 10, 500. Okay, next. Litlas Melech, now the Gemara does Gemara calculations for people like myself. So he breaks it down into two parts to make it easy. Let's take 300, we'll do the Cheshman of 300 and then 200. 300 is very, very easy. Why? Because one mikvah is three square amas. So how much is 300 square amas? A hundred mikvahs. A hundred times three? 300. So 300, let's put aside a hundred mikvahs. Now, 150 square amas equals 50 mikvahs. 150 divided by three is 50. So now I'm up to the amount of 150. The problem is we only counted 450 amos and not 500 as the Gemara. Where did, if you're going to divide 500 by 3, that's 166. So why did the Gemara say it's 150 mikvahs? Says the Gemara, this is square. But Shalem didn't make a square, he made a circle. So, if you take a square, let's talk about a circle. We just spoke about a circle. You take a circle, the diameter, it's a one amma diameter circle. From here to here, so what's the circumference? Three. Fit that circle in a square, one by one by one square. So your outside area is four amas, where the circle is three amas. Yeah? Nakamo. A circle, we said, the diameter from here to here is one amma. That means the circumference is three ammois. Fit that exact circle into a square, which is one amma by one amma. So the outside area of the square is four ammas. If you're going to take a string and go like this, you're going to have four. And if you take that string and go around the circle, it's only three. In other words, the square is larger than the circle by 25%. So if Shleim Melech's mikvah is a circle, but it's 10 by 10, 
So it's 25% less than 500. How much is that? So the Gemara does Gemara math, takes it in pieces. 25%. So if you take 400, chop off 25% of 400, you just remove the 100. What are you left with? 300. How many mikvahs fit in 300? 100. Because each mikvah is 3. 3 times 100 is 300. So if you start off with 400, you have to chop off 25% because of the circle. Bam. Next. What are you left with? 200. Right? Because we're dealing with 200 square amas, but it's a circle. So now... Larva meo meo. So we start off with 400. Now we're left with 100. 100, chop off 25% from 100, you're left with 75. How many mikvahs fit in 75? 25. So we have a little bit of a problem. We had 100 mikvahs from 400 ama, and we have 25 mikvahs from the leftover 100 ama. Total, 125. But we said it's 150. Ooh, it's a problem. It's 125, not 150. Says the Gemara, Tony Rami by Cheskel, Yam Shalas Shlema, Sholisham is Tachtoinois, Miru Boys, Ustaimelis Agulois. Great. Just to make it fun, it starts off square on the bottom. That square, which is 3 by 10 by 10, it equals 100 mikvahs. That's 300 square ama. 300 square ama. What are we left with? 200 ama on the top. 200. Take off 25% from two from two amas from 200. What are you left with? 150. 200 minus 25%. 150. How many mikvahs fit in 150? Three divided by 150 is 50. So a total of 150 mikvahs. Says the Gemara, but who told you to make a mikvah like this? Who told you that's such a mikvah? I know it was round, but who told you how much round? Maybe one arm on top? You can't flip it over. On its, you can't start off with round and go to square. This was the Ogol because it says in the Pasuk that the edge was round. But who told you? Maybe only one arm on the, on the top. Can't be. The Siv. Alpayim Bas Yochil. It says that the mikvah could hold 2,000 bas. Whatever this bas is, right? Bas kamahavya, shalisoyim. Each bas equals three saw. Again, remember, a mikvah is 40 saw. A bas is three saw. And if shalima melch's mikvah held 2,000 bases, so it's three times 2,000, which is 6,000 saw. How many saw? How many mikvahs? A mikvah is 40 saw. How many 40 go into 6,000? 150. How much is miser? 10%. 10% is 10% of a kur. How much is a kur? 30 saw. 10% of 30 is 3. So we know that a bas is 3 saw. It's 6,000. Saw. And therefore, if you divide 6,000 saw by 40 mikvahs, you come out with 150 mikvahs. Wait a minute. It says in the Pasuk 
that there's 3,000 batim, not two, not six. So Gemara Ahlul Gutsha. Sorry, not two, not 2,000, 3,000. So the Gemara, there's a, we had this a few times already in Shas, where we have to figure when you pile something up, you put wheat, how much is the gadosh over the top of your kli? <coughs> now you're going to ask me, what if I have a kli that's very, very narrow and extremely tall? It's 100 feet tall and one foot on the top. So you could only put a little bit. So how do you know that gadosh is always a third? You could, it's always a third. In other words, it should have been 2,000 bas, but we give it another 1,000, which is a third, after the thing. So Rashi explains immediately, it has to be your typical kli that's similar to Shleim HaMelech's mikvah. With Nanami, in other words, it's width, it's, 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 it's length, it's width, by its height. With Nanami, and we learned... She the table middle kaveris akash. She the table middle. We know what it is. These are all types of boxes. Here we had it in Shabbos. She the table umigdol and kaveris akash and a basket made out of straw. The kaveris akonim uborsfino Alexandris. You go on a ship for long term. You have to. You need some fresh water. They didn't have those uh, these salinating what devices or whatever it's called. So they had a nice big bar and they would put fresh water in there. Massive, massive bar. Even though it has a bottom, since it could hold 40 saw, listen to this 40 saw liquid. What's a kur? A kur we said before is 30 saw. What's kurayim? 60 saw. So here the Gemara says 40 in liquid equals 60 in solid. In other words, a third more. And what's the halacha? Tahirim. Since this, this kli is so large that it could hold 60 kur, 60 saw, therefore it's not makabotuma because it's not a kli. I cannot lift it. It has to be molivirakin like a sack that I could lift up a sack. I can't lift up a box that has 60 saw in it or, or 40 saw of liquid in it. It's impossible to lift it. Not makabotuma, says the Mishnah. Don't want that so good. So we're very familiar with this. Of course, we discussed it numerous times. The two lechis that we said, Now we explained already a number of times that when it says two, it doesn't really mean two lechis. It's referring to the, the lechis, plural. It's referring to one lechi. Yisrael, Shom Aleichem. It's ah, Yisrael Goldstein, but it's somebody else. Is that Yisrael? It is Yisrael. You're right over here. You see yourself? Okay. I got to make sure not to... They have to be... Alechi must be ten tfachim, but it could be as, as thin as you want. We're going to see as thin as a, a thread. Rebbe argues, and we had that as well in Rebbe, that the, the width of a, of a lechi should be three tefach. Remember in the mission we had a machlegis, Rebbe Lezer, Chachamim. Rebbe Lezer says you need two lachis. Referring to the general rule of lachi, but indeed every mavi only needs one lachi, not two. Great question. So then why doesn't it say the general rule of kairais? It should be plural, just like lachi is 
plural. We're not talking about in general the lechis of all the mavois. We're talking about that mission over there. That there was a machlok between Rebbe Lezer Chachamim. How many lechis you need? One or two? Those lechis you should know are ten tefachim high and then the kol with. But there's no machlok in a kaira, so that lashon doesn't apply to a kaira. I love, I told you, I like when Rashi brings these words. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, Rashi says, coat. Sarbal is a coat. Tana. Here's the case. You put a lechi midway down the, the, the mavoi. Here's your mavoi. You decided to put it over here. Where is it? Over here. See this line? It's wherever, somewhere in the mavoi. You can only use the back end of the mavoi where there's a lechi. Says Gemara Pshita. Of course. I would never think that you could use the entire mavoi. Eloheimo, yeshle chati mavoi. You're right. Uh, the chiddush is that you could actually use half the mavoi. Not, not pshat that you can't use the other half. Of course you can't use the other half. That wasn't the havamina. That you could use that half. Why? You might come, you might forget, you might use the entire mavoi. Chumash Malon, wherever your lechi is, up to that point, you can use. I'm not worried you're going to go further. What if he made a lechi and he raised it off the floor? Three tvachim. Sorry. Or he distanced it away from the kaisel. Three tvachim. Even according to it says you can do lavod all the way to four tefachim. Like we said before, when the kaira is messed up and they're not touching each other, you could do up to four tefachim. Since the, the 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 goats or the cats could come underneath it, like Omar, even Reb doesn't hold that you say lavod to four tefachim because it's a physical problem. You, you don't have privacy. When animals come into your, into your mavoi, that's not a real mechitza. Says the Gemara Rabbi Yosef, Amir Rachman, Shleshet Vachim. Omer Rabbi Yosef, Omer Rabbi Yehuda, Omer Shmuel, Ein halachik Rabbi Yosef. The halacha does not go like Rabbi Yosef. Loi behilmei, veloi velachayayim. We had in Shabbos daf kuf ches. Hilmei is a Mishnah, whether or not you're allowed to make salt water on Shabbos, just enough for you to eat. Rabbi Yosef says you can never make any salt water at all. It's like, uh, tanning your hides. Not can't do salt water. The halacha doesn't. It's not like Rabbi in these two places. Not when it comes to Hilmi, that a lechi does not require three tefachim, even a kolshu. Now remember, the Rav Yosef was sick later on in his life, and he forgot his learning. This talmidim used to remind him, and I said, I found it nine times a shas. But here's another one because I did the wrong search. You can't search for all the different ways. Here it is. I said at least ten times. Right away, another one. The what? He reminded him. It's not true. You didn't, you, you, when you were healthy, you didn't tell us that Allah is not like him in two things. You only said Allah is not like him in one thing. Behilmi Amrishlan. You said Allah is not like, like Rabbi Yossi in Shabbos. Bilchayayim Lui Amrishlan. Maishna Behilmi says the Gemara, why is Allah not like Rabbi Yossi? The Pligar Rabban Alai. He's one against the many. We don't pass him like the, the Yachid. We pass him like the Ra. Bilchayayim Lui Rabban Alai. For the same reason, 
That Allah shouldn't be like Rabbi Yossi over here. Because everybody argues on him. Remember in the whole studio, we had it over and over. The Chatzik Tana that goes into the Chatzik Doila. And there's three Tfachim in each side. Why three Tfachim? But each Mechitza needs to be three Tfachim like Rabbi Yossi. In other words, Rabbi, and that's how we pass it at the end, that Rabbi holds like Rabbi Yossi. So once Rabbi holds like Rabbi Yossi, the Allah will be like Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Chumim Masnachacha. Om Rabbi Yudah Beredi Rabbi Shmuel, Bashaylas, Kemishmed Rav. Ain halachik Rabbi Yossi. Loi behilmi, loi belachayayim. The halachah is not like Rabbi Yossi in two things. Om Rabbi Amart? You really said it? Om Rabbi I never said it. In other words, he retracted immediately. Om Rabbi Ali Kim, I swear. Amara, he did say it. And I learned it from him. So why did he regret it? Rashi brings down, they say all the milas, not all, a lot of milas of about 10 different tanoim. And one of them is, it says over there, that Mishnah Yaakov, Yaakov, Kavnaki, and Rebbe Kiva is a, Rebbe was a chacham and a soifer, like we had last night. It says about Rebbe Yossi, Nimuka Yimoy. Dalach is always like him. So therefore, he took it back. Let's stop over here. I know it's in the middle of the suga, but we'll, we're late. What are we going to do? Rebbe Yossi, have a wonderful, wonderful day. Sonny, you heard what I said during share about your question? Where's Sonny? Sonny disappeared on me. You got it? So you mask him that he's a tutor, a little bit of a tutor. I don't know, like, we see that he taught him different things, different times. That's the, that's the idea. I don't know, tutor. Call whatever you want. His Rebbe, his tutor. Have a great day, everybody. Sorry that I leave. 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 Wow, beautiful, beautiful. You, you, did you hear about our scene in Los Angeles? So Rabbi Ben Shushan, uh, together with Harry Shalom and a bunch of other guys, they made a seum. The guys that finished with us. Masechet Shabbos is beautiful. So Shalom Aleichem, welcome. Just last Sunday, last Sunday. Beautiful. So it's great to great to meet you. I don't I don't I don't recall seeing you. So it's great to meet you. Beautiful.
What's the message? Remind me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That he started before Shlem is working. Yeah, I saw you. Woman, is that you, Ephraim Sanzer? Is that you that I read yesterday, last night? That was you. Wow. Put a face to the email. Face to the email. I appreciate it. I have to remember. What was it? Remind me again. What was the email? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's you. It doesn't look anything like you because you were not wearing the cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, with your two girls. Your two girls. Beautiful. So what? How old are, how old are your oldest kids? Oh, because I was wondering because you said that you, you want to be a, a role model and you tell them to learn and you're this, but you, in the picture you only have two little kids. I was like, okay. I understood that you had older kids from that. Yeah. Beautiful. Cube, oh, cube. Panovich, Panovich. <laughs> That's right. Now, listen, listen, it's not just fifth grade. Besitzhak Square, fifth grade. Okay? So if you do the math, it's about second grade of Darchi uh, Torah, where I went to initially. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for fixing me in the middle of the year. Thanks for letting me go and go the entire time. Yeah, I don't see anything on the screen. I, don't, I can't see it. I probably, I, I probably could change where the, uh, where the chat goes on, the screen, no? I could probably bring it to the top. Ooh. <laughs> oh, he loves it. He loves it. He misses it. He doesn't know what to do with himself now. Oh, I, I forgot to save it. Not interrupter, corrector. Corrector is different than interrupter. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, you know why? Because I did it the last second. Literally, I, it, it was printing at 7.08. So I forgot to save it. Yeah, regular. Save Don't tell everybody. We go by Baruch Hu. Baruch Hu 8.30. I, I, I get off Zoom at 8.23 and I run. They think Shachar starts at 8.23. Don't tell anybody. What? What did you say? Really? No, listen, I'm, I'm not kidding. I was, I was Nisragish. You should know. It really meant a lot. That you guys went and were Mechazik the Simon guy. Baal first time ever making a seum. You took time out of your day. Went over there. It's, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Listen, Shmelka, I don't know what, what, the, what, how come you didn't show up over there? What's going on with you? Ah, okay, we'll give, him, we'll give him a pass, we'll give him a pass. It gives a tremendous chizuk. Imagine the guy, I don't know how old he is, but he looks like he's 50 years old, right? How old? He's 55? Yeah. Is he on now? He's not on. He was. Okay, but look at this, 55 years old, making a scene for the first time. 
Yeah, I know. That, that he wrote in his email that you guys schmoozed them up and you convinced them to write an email. But this is Khashiv. This is very Khashiv. Right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, told, you told me about this, yeah. Um, I'm They're going to be sending flowers, Shalom Zacher, candy, halavai, halavai. I don't know if you noticed, today I was really, really uh, short on time. I like I ran through the email, this, that, started a little earlier, and still didn't accomplish. It was just, I knew right away, it's going to be one of those, just the amount of pictures that we had here. The amount of stuff is crazy. Yeah. But you can't do that. I can't show every, if I showed every picture, the show would be four hours long. Oh, 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 that's right, the YouTube. Completely forgot about the YouTube, guys. <laughs>